greatness is a function of wisdom. The wiser we are, the better we live. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church, 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m., and 11 a.m. at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Owaranshoki Ogbutu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org or call 0808-156-3080. Lift your hands and again give thanks to the Almighty God for bringing us to the month of December all the way from the beginning of the year. God has asked us to show him gratitude, appreciation because this God is true. Hey, I will Father, we are in obedience to your instruction to express gratitude to you all through this month of December, especially in this uh, worship and praise service, to thank you, to appreciate you, to glorify you for your goodness. And we know that even as we do that, you always do amazing wonders. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have given thanks. God bless you. you. May please have your seat. Welcome to December. I have a couple of minutes out here to share with us a bit, and then after which, um, uh, our powerful gang, praise gang, will lead us in like 20 to 30 minutes of worship and praise. God has given us, um, yeah, God has given us an instruction that we should express gratitude to Him. And the way, it's a very strong instruction. Uh, you are not ready for the next level until you are fully grateful for what I have done. You are not ready for the next level until you and I are fully grateful for what he has done. So as a church, we want to express gratitude so that the next level can really open. And then for us as individuals, uh, it's something you want to go uh, through, do throughout the month of December. I am trying to challenge everyone to have like a 31-day gratitude challenge where every day you speak of something that God has done and you are grateful for. I mean, it could be your parents, it could be the job you got this year, it could be healing, something every day until the last day of the month of um, uh, December. We're trying to do that on social media uh, like a campaign, you know, and every day, if possible, attach pictures to it. You are grateful for your husband. You are grateful for your, your wife or your children. You are grateful for health, you know, different things every day, just expressing gratitude. Now, let's run through some scriptures so that we understand the import of what God has asked us to do. First Corinthians chapter 10, we read uh, 12 verses, um, and that helps us to see why God will not take or allow us to murmur and complain. First Corinthians 10 uh, from verse 1. First Corinthians 10 uh, from verse 1. Now, moreover, uh, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware of all our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea, verse 2. All were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, verse 3. And ate the same spiritual food, verse 4. And all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Verse 5, but with most of them, with most of them, God was not well pleased, for their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now this is to alert us that not everyone that leaves Egypt gets into Canaan. They were in transition from Egypt into Canaan, but on their way, something went wrong. And that's where we must be kind of careful. We're on our way to destiny. Many things you prayed about, many things you are looking forward to in destiny, 
He's saying not everyone will get there. And he tried to outline the reasons why many of them did not get there. Um, let's go on, verse 6. Now, these things became our examples. That means when you look at what affected them from getting to their own Canaan, you got to learn from it so you don't be like them. Now, these things became our examples to the intent we should not lost after evil things as they also lost it. Verse 7, and do not become idolaters. That was one of the challenges they had. Uh, as for some of them, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Verse 8, Neither let, nor let us commit sexual immorality as some of them did. And in one day, 23,000 fell. Sexual immorality did not start today. It's been there. It's been affecting destinies over the uh, I mean, thousands of years. So nothing is new. But we have to learn from it. It's not our focus today anyway. Verse 9. Nor let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by the serpents. You know, when you see sexual immorality, you say idolatry, you begin to look at the big, big things that affect people from fulfilling destiny. And then you get to the next verse, verse 10, he said, no complain. Wow, that means it's in the same category. No complain as some of them also complain and were destroyed by the destroyer. Murmuring and complaining is an enemy of destiny. No wonder we can't enter the next level until we are truly grateful for where we are. We might have justification to murmur and complain, but it will only complicate our matters. So we're not in December looking at, I prayed in January for 27 things. I've only seen three and a half. God, where are you there? If you are dead, you won't see anything. Okay? Murmuring and complaining will only complicate the matter. So I was, you know, it's a bit shocking to see this so somebody is saying, I don't commit immorality, but you are critical and negative. You will also experience what the other person is experiencing. Do you understand me? Amen. Amen. Murmuring, muttering, complaining. Many of us do it at home over things. We don't have rice. We don't have this. God, we, we don't have food. We don't have this. Some of us do it in church. Many of us do it to God. And you find that when you are like that, you don't make progress. Everything comes to a halt. This was one of the major undoings of uh, the Israelites when they were living, when they left Egypt. They never entered Canaan. Now, verse 11. Now, all these things happened to them as what? Examples. Wow. And they were written for our own or instruction upon whom the end of the ages have come. Verse 12. Therefore, let him who thinks he what? <laughs> Fall into what? Idolatry, sexual immorality, murmuring and complaining. You might not be like that 10 years ago, but are you like that now? So let him that thinks I've been a Christian. I know everything. Let, let him take heed lest you fall. The challenge is when we are transiting, challenges show up that can move you to start reacting even to God. New level, new devil. Okay? When you are going higher, new challenges. Sometimes the challenges are overwhelming that you just want to give up. Some even prefer to go back. Numbers, the book of Numbers. Numbers 11, verse 1. So let's now go back to how they did it so we can learn and not do the same. The Numbers 11, we'll read, I think, the first seven verses, and then uh, now look at this. Praise the Lord. Are we saying praise the Lord for you to respond or to praise the Lord? Praise the Lord! <laughs> so we might need to get another way of getting people to respond, not using praise the Lord to get people to respond. What can we use? Glory. What do you respond? Okay. Glory! How are you? <laughs> now, when the people complain, what did they do? Very direct. You know why? God has done too much. For you to be facing a challenge and begin to, be, to, to react. Have your forefathers seen the Red Sea divide before? Pharaoh was on your neck for 400 years, his father and him. And then I delivered you. You, you, you have no reason to react. He said, now when the people complained, it displeased the Lord. For the Lord heard it. 
And his anger was aroused. So the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed them in the outskirts of the camp. Verse 2. Then the people cried unto Moses. And when Moses prayed to the Lord, the fire was quenched. Verse 3. So he called the name of the place Tabera because the fire of the Lord had burned uh, among them. Verse 4. After that time, that means this memorial complaining is a major temptation we face. After they prayed, God stopped the fire. After a while, now the mixed what multitude who were among them yielded to intense craving, lust, covetousness. My friend brought a, a, bought a deep freezer, Lord, and I've been praying to you since January. Not even give me a fridge. Where are you? So the children also wept again and said, who will give us meat to eat? Verse 5. We remember the fish we ate freely. Irony. It's a lie. The melons, the leeks, the onions. Eh? Slavery, you are eating this. It's a lie. But it's the mixed multitude. If you check history, when they left Egypt, some Egyptians that saw the miracles that God did followed them. The Egyptians that saw the miracles felt that, ah, these people are enjoying life. Let me follow them. They didn't bargain for the challenges they will face. So when those Egyptians saw the challenges, they were the ones that were now complaining. And then the Jews also picked it up. That means murmuring and complaining is contagious. And you know it, even in church. Sometimes when you see somebody always reacting to everything in church, they always find somebody else to complain to. And if you're not careful, the virus can catch you. It's true, it's true. Everything looks somehow in church. It's true. All these days, it's true. Well, others are getting breakthroughs, building houses, getting healed. Somebody is talking about they've not bought uh, enough fans. It's an attitude. If you are looking for what's not working, you want to find it. Even your own life, won't you find it? You will find it. If that's your lifestyle, you're always critical about everything. Now, being critical can be a positive. But make it constructive. Make it positive. Make it empowering. We, we use the example of Paul and Silas in the other service. Yes, they were in prison. Yes, they were beaten. But they did not complain. What did they do? They prayed. You pray. Many people that complain about things in church don't pray. Ask them, you, have you prayed about this thing? Uh, I'm working on it. They prayed and sang praises. That's the attitude. So the, the mixed multitudes began to complain. Look at verse 6. But now our whole being is dried up. There is nothing at all except, see the way they talk about manna. Something that God gives, gave you as a breakthrough can become a place of complaining. Manna was bred from heaven. Ah! Say, he said, there is nothing all except this manna before our eyes. Verse 7. Now, the manna was like coriander seed and its color like the color of, uh, I don't know how you pronounce that. Amen. Now, listen. When they were leaving Egypt, what did God tell them? You are going to a land flowing with what? Did God say you are going to be eating manna forever? Is this manna forever? So, if you don't keep your eyes on the prophecy, keep your eyes on the future, whatever present temporary thing you are going through can scatter everything. This manna is not forever. So what do you do? Lord, thank you for this manna, but I thank you much more for the land flowing with milk and honey. That's the attitude of gratitude. But they commonized the manna because of the mixed multitude. So I, I wrote here, I said, influence of wrong relationships is another reason for murmuring and complaining. Somebody comes to visit you at home as another woman or another man. And they begin to talk about all the things that they've achieved in their own life in the year 2019. And all your thanksgiving disappears. Yeah. And then as the person leaves, ah, see my life. And ladies need to be careful of that. You go and visit somebody, you see all the things they've bought. You don't know whether they bought it on debt, whether they bought it on debt. We don't know. You don't even know. And then you now come home and begin to murmur. It will keep you in complications. You have to maintain this attitude of gratitude. So when they were asking, they said, we're tired of manna. When they were saying they are tired of manna, they make it look like God is insufficient. Like God is not capable of giving them meat. So uh, verse 31, verse 31. So beware of murmuring and complaining. Verse 31, it says... So God now says, okay, I will, I will do it to let you know I can do it. But I won't take this attitude from you. 
Now the wind went out from the Lord, and it brought quail from the sea, and left them fluttering near the camp, about a day's journey on this side, and about a day's journey on the other side. He gave them akparo. <laughs> he gave them meat that is, was so much that one day's walk, you'll be stepping on meat. Why don't you show them, the thing you are asking for, I can do it. But wait for your time. Be patient. Verse 32. 32. And the people stayed up all night. Sorry, all day and all night and all the next day and gathered the quail. He who gathered least gathered ten homers. And they spread them out for themselves all around the camp. Maybe you want barbecue chicken. He gave it to them. Verse 33. But while the meat was what? Still between their teeth, before it was chewed, the wrath of the Lord was aroused against the people. You know, you can get some things from God by faith, and you can get it from memory and complaining. But the other one will not, will not last in your life. He killed them. He was angry. He won't stand it. I killed Pharaoh on your behalf. I rescued you. You should be thankful. Are you on your way? Can we have this uh, from verse 1 uh, in uh, easy-to-read version? And many of us already uh, uh, fall into temptation unknowingly. Just complain. You know, every, everywhere you find yourself, you're always saying something. I don't know when I come to church, that water is still on the road. You know, water, I don't know, can't the church leak the water or something? You know, what's happening? Something just like that. Any small thing, they, they are the ones that see those things. <laughs> From verse 1, I beg you. Anytime any of our children come up and say they want to get something because a friend had it, that's the end. You, you want to train them. If you say this thing, hey man, I saw my friend in class, got it, that's an express way not to get in it. Never. You don't want to train them in that kind of life. Hey, my friend got this phone. My friend got this thing, which I want. Never. That's the end. Be careful of unholy comparisons. Things motivated by covetousness that leads you to complaining. Now look at this. The people started doing what? Complaining about their troubles, challenges. The Lord had their complaints. He had these things and became angry. Fire f- from the Lord burned am- among the people. The fire burned some of the areas at the edge of the camp. Verse 2. So the people cried to Moses for help. He prayed to the Lord and the fire stopped burning. Look at verse 3. So that place was called Tabera. The people gave the, uh, the place that name because the Lord caused a fire to burn. In their camp, verse 4. The foreigners. Can you see that? Who had joined the Israelites began wanting other things to eat. Soon, all the Israelites became, that means friends can put you in trouble. Or wrong relationships can put you in trouble. My friend has brought these three shoes. I have only one shoe. God, why are you? God said, I'm in heaven. <laughs> what you are not talking about before, just because you had your friend traveled, and then suddenly all your life, you have become ungrateful. You that you'd have died of sickness and disease. Your matter now is uh, travel or to get a bag. Beware of foreigners in that context. In that context. We want to eat meat. <laughs> the people said, we want to eat meat. Verse 5. <laughs> we remember the fish we ate in Egypt. That fish cost us nothing. We also had good vegetables like cucumbers, melons, chives, onions, and garlic. Okay, verse 6. But now we have lost our strength. We never eat anything. Only this manna for your mouth. Uh, verse 31 now. Let's go there because of time. Then the Lord made a powerful wind to blow in from the sea, and he blew quail into the areas all around the camp. That was so, there were so many birds that the ground was covered. They were about three feet deep on the ground. That's the height. Eh? <laughs> there were quail in every direction as far as a man can walk in what? God wanted to say, the thing you are complaining, I can do exceedingly, abundantly, above. But you won't get it through complaining. Verse 32. They went out and gathered quail all that day and all that night. And they gathered quail all the next day too. The smallest amount anyone gathered was 60 bushels. Then the people spread the quail meat all around the camp to dry in the sun. They were overwhelmed. People began to eat the meat. But the Lord became very angry. While the meat was still in their mouth, before the people could finish eating it, the Lord caused the people to become very sick and die. Murmuring and complaining attracts the destruction of life. So let's watch that. So what I want to say is, as a church also, we are in transition. You are in transitions, about to get married, about to get another job. Whichever way, 
that transition period is critical. Think well about how God has been good and be grateful through it. Then the troubles or challenges that might show up, delays. When they left Egypt, what they told them was, you are going to land what? Flowing with milk and honey. So the thought is, as we leave Egypt, we just do what? Just land. The in-betweens, many are not prepared for it. So when they started seeing the challenges, ah, ah no, we want to go back. You will not go back into your small level. Amen. I can't hear your amen. amen. So when you, are, when you see challenges on your, on your way, troubles, pray rather than complain. Like Paul and Silas and sing praises. Then concentrate on what God had done already. Let it empower your feather. If God can kill Pharaoh, if God can divide the sea, he will sort me out. Do you understand that? And as you do that, then you are able to transit well. Beware of murmuring and complaining. And as a church, I want to challenge every member, leaders, workers, don't be a murmurer and a complainer in church. If something is not working anywhere, talk to any of our pastors. But do everything from an empowering perspective not a Pharisee and Sadducee perspective. A judge of the church. Inspector of the church. Pray about it. Talk to the relevant authorities about it. Don't be cont uh, contagious in people. <laughs> Don't be what they call it. Contaminating others' heart by your negativity. Both of you or whatever people in that kind of group, you just stop moving forward. Murmuring and complaining will create destruction. We are free in Jesus' name. You know, so something happened in the course of the week. I was in Sule for a two-day event in our facility. And then they said they saw one album in the, one of the tables there. They've just been there. And I looked at it. And I started seeing pictures of our former place. That's Sule before we moved here. I said, wow, this is in consonance what God told us. That you should think back and be grateful. I know you are looking at something big ahead, but be grateful for where you are, and I will perfect it. So I told them to help me put it on some slides. So they will just show some of those pictures. Now hold on on this scripture. Uh, scripture. Uh, on this, can you see a bit? Miss Dambo, can you see yourself? You are behind Pastor Bimbo. Zacchaeus, can you see yourself? Pastor Lumide is there, can you see him? At the back, once that smiley face with the ear that always come on like this. Can you see Minister Lade behind Zacchaeus? Pastor Yemisi, can you see yourself? Is that not Pastor Body? That first person. I mean, can you go ahead, move on? This is our choir. That's our Sule facility. Look at decoration, fantastically fantastic. The first person there is Pastor Gosville, was in the choir. In case you don't know. Next slide, if you can. Uh, okay, Bishop was praying for me. Go ahead now. Move on, move on. Yeah. We were both very fat that time. Stay, stay. <laughs> can you see the axe? The machete on the neck? Pastor Dami is the one behind me, Pastor Dami Ojo. Okay, that's Pastor Femi in the U.S. <laughs> uh, next one, if you can, move on. This is the facility. Look at the uncompleted building. You know, we're worshiping God, you know. No AC, no, no, AC, no even roof. Go ahead. That's the church. That's Pastor Aki. That's Pastor Yinka. She was pregnant then. Pastor Aki in his um, raincoat or something like that. <laughs> That's Pastor Shee, there of blessed memory. Go ahead, next one. Pastor Aki in his raincoat. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's Yemike. He's in the U.S. now. Okay, see, creative, creative arts. Next one. Next level. This was a Muson Center. We had an event in Muson Center. Okay, um, some of our protocol guys are there. That's Pastor Shee, that's Pastor Bosse, that's Kenny Grillo, um, Okezie, you know. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, this, where is this? This is Sule facility after it's become a bit uh, more glorious. Next one. This is when we first moved to Goodland. This is the overflow of Goodland. When we still had the tents in two places. Go ahead, go ahead. This is Sule, okay? 
That's Shijuade singing, if I'm not mistaken. Next slide. This is also Shrulere. It was getting more beautiful. Just for you to think and be grateful. Next, 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 next. This was when Pastor Matthew Ashimolov came to visit the good land. We are still setting up this place at the beginning. Next one. Uh, this was how this place was a bit. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, we have some feeling. This was my first office. Hold on here. That's my, this is my first office when, I, when we moved to Goodland. What a beautiful office. Amen. Next one. Where was this? I'm feeling. Go ahead. I'm feeling. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, Bishop Edipo came here to provide the land. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. This was, I think, um, uh, I don't know, um, back to school or something for children or children's church. Faith and fun. Okay, okay, okay. Next, next one. Creative art. And then we began to evolve better. Uh, next. This is now. It's, it's better now. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was always fasting that time, so my, my stature was very... This is... Uh, um, wow. That's IK, right? <laughs> that's Olumide. That's Mercy. Who is the other person? Lillian, okay. Okay, go ahead. This was a wide expression of something. That's Ajebo or something. That's Sheilo. That's Elenu. They have scattered over the country now, all over the world. Doing all the That's Pence self. Okay, next. Wow. This was vow renewal in 2014 here. We're doing this again next year, May, where couples renew their vows and recommit themselves. Marriage is always under attack. So we need to keep encouraging each other. Okay, the next one. The allows at, at the vow renewal service, uh, different people. Next, that she, uh, uh, Timida Kolo singing that day. Next, wow, this Pastor Dipo and his wife, they were this renewal indeed. Go ahead. <laughs> wow, look at this renewal people too. <laughs> Next, Lasaki and his wife, amen. Go ahead. <laughs> oh. Wow, wow. Frame this and put it somewhere. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Gary, are you here? Wow, okay. So, situation held you. Uh-huh, don't leave my alone. <laughs> Next one. Um, okay, that was, this was in Moson Center or something, if I can remember. Next one. Next, 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 next. Man of God preaching the word of God. Hallelujah. Next. So, everything was evolving. Next. Oh, there's no next. Okay, let's go next. Okay, thank you, Jesus. Please put your hands together for helping with this. So, let's put it. Uh, you have your pictures in your mind about yourself, isn't it? Uh, you can also do that in the course of the month. Just go back and be grateful. And be grateful. I, I didn't see those, the pictures of the Sulere when there was no roof. That, that was the show. It's there, right? We didn't see that. Where there was no roof, and we we're trying to put the roof together, you know, the stanchions and all those stuff. Um, okay, so, so we're going to go on a, uh, 20, 25 minutes. Okay. Can we have it in the central? Now, this was two-layer facility when we were setting it up. Look at the roof. That's, I, I just, when I saw this on Wednesday, I just compared these stanchions to the ones coming up here now. They are not mates. And this was breakthrough then. Ah, we have, we have a, a, a roof that without pillar. You know, but this is like iron rod now to just something small to what is happening here. So just look back and just express um, gratitude to God as a church, and then with our own personal testimonies, uh, praising and thanking God. Uh, as we are doing that, there will be songs going on. If you don't know the song, dance along. We'll try and put the lyrics on screen. Let's do it with a heart of gratitude as a church. And as we are just grateful, the next phase opens. In the name of Jesus. Are you ready? Please rise up on your feet. Thank you, Jesus. So, um, I know some of us joined us, many of us here joined us um, here. Uh, we have service in Sulere now, two services on Sunday. The Sunday service in Sulere started this same year. And now they have two services. The Lekki Sunday service started this year also. And we have people there now. There are crowd there. We have people here now. Just, we have to be really grateful to God. Uh, there are many pictures we have shown, but because of time. So can we lift our voices and say, Lord, thank you for Global Impact Church. Thank you for how you've helped us 
from the beginning up until now. We want to praise. We want to thank you. Some of us were in those faces and you remember some things. Just want to thank him or for even bringing you to be a part of the history of this church. I want us to thank him for the good land who are San Feeling, putting paving stone. Let's thank him. Thank you for the healings that have taken place, Lord. Thank you for the families that have been restored. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. There is none like you. Thank you for preserving this church. Not every church that started is still existing. And not every church that started moved venues. Not every church that started is still on fire. We are grateful for where we are. We are grateful for how you have brought us. We are grateful for this year especially. For all the things we were able to bring in from outside the country. In readiness for set up. Thank you for enlargement. Thank you for, for increase. Thank you. Thank you. You've been faithful Lord. From the ages past. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for many that have been part of this church. Many have left the country to various places. Many are in, uh, in other places. But we thank you for the opportunity for us to touch and bless and reach out to people. We give you the praise and the glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Whenever I call, you are there. Whenever I pray, Lord, you hear I'm not alone, this I know Come on What can I pray today?
Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Give God praise. Lord, tell him, Lord, I'm grateful for this year. For January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. I am grateful. If anything did not work, it was not you. It was my side. And I know that because you are on my side, it will turn around. Oh Lord, thank you for life. Thank you because I can, I can, I can walk at least. I can, I can, I can praise you. for this year we are grateful for last year and we are grateful for the incoming year thank you for 2020 to 2030 we praise you for the next 10 years thank you Lord in the name of Jesus please put your hands together this Thanksgiving morning thank you praise gang you may please be seated I needed to mention this before we get into the other part of the service. Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17. We, 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 we look at it from the New King James Version. Uh, somebody might be saying, I want to give thanks to God, but things are not working. I don't have a job. Things are empty. I'm finding it hard. What we are saying is, it is praise, worship, that actually turns it around. Not murmuring and complaining. Habakkuk 3, 17 he said, though the fig tree may not what? Blossom, no fruit. Uh, be on the vines, no fruits, no results. Though the labor of the olive may fail. You labored, but it didn't produce what you expected. And the field yield no food. Though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stall. Verse 18, what do you do? He said, yet I will do what? I will rejoice. That is the attitude. It is that joy, it is that rejoicing in God that, you know, turns the unfruitfulness to fruitfulness. He says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. And then in verse 19, he says, the Lord God is my strength. Remember in Nehemiah, he says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So when you take courage, and celebrate God, knowing that he alone can turn it around. Then strength is renewed to attack again or to, you know, take the challenge again. The Lord is my strength. He will make my feet like what? Yes. Now, the moment you are rejoicing and celebrating, he turns the stagnation into speed. He turns it around. Now, when he says he will make my feet like deer's feet, is the deer is known for speed. Suddenly, what was not working that ought to be working begins to work even faster. And that will help you cover up for the lost time. You know, he said, for he will make me feel like hands fed, and then he will make me walk upon my eye heels. To the chief musician with my strength instrument. Can we have it in easy to read version? So whether you've gone through a challenge or you're going through a challenge, you've got to still, yet I will praise God. Yet I will worship him. Yet I will sing his praise. And then everything begins to turn. Uh, see what the easy to read version says. Figs might not grow on the fig trees. And grapes might not grow on the vines. Olives might not grow on the olive trees, and food might not grow in the fields. There might, be no, uh, there might, be, uh, there might not be any sheep in the pens and, or, or cattle 
in the bands, verse 18. But I will do what? I will still be glad in the Lord. And do what? Rejoice in God my Savior. I will still, I will not stop praising. I will, that's what Paul and Silas did. They didn't murmur and complain. They prayed and then they sang praises. Now look at verse 19. The Lord God gives me my strength. He helps me run fast like a deer. So I believe praise, worship, and thanksgiving is that instrument that breaks stagnation. Is that instrument that restores every broken down destiny. So suddenly I receive strength and then it will make my feet like deer's feet. It will make me run fast. You are going to gain speed. For some of us in this church, what will happen in December, we cover up from what happened from January to November. Say amen if you believe that. Maybe January to November was very slow and sluggish and you are tempted to be reacting. See now, it's already the 12th month. God is saying, uh, he says, yet I will rejoice in God. Okay, let me rejoice in him and praise him for his goodness. And then you just gain speed. Maybe some monies will even come that will cover up for anything you have lost this year. Opportunities will abound this season for this church, for everyone in Jesus' name. Uh, finally, let's look at it in the message translation and then we'll get on with the other things. Message translation, uh, that one says, I will still be doing cartwheels. <laughs> that means I'll still celebrate. Said, though the cherry trees don't blossom and the strawberries don't ripen, though the apples are warm-eaten and the wheat fields stunted, though the sheep pens are shipless and the cattle barns empty, I am singing joyful praise to God. I am doing what? Turning now, all those dancing, we're dancing here, it's cutways. <laughs> and then next uh, part of it, it said, counting on God's rule to prevail. I'm counting on him. I can't go another place. It's him I know. And I will rejoice in him. I take heart and gain strength. I run like a deer. I feel like I'm the king of the mountain. You are taking over. Yeah. But murmuring and complaining, we complicate matters. Don't look and say, God, where? Where? I've prayed for 27 things. I've only seen three and a half. Abba. In a 12 month. Don't you know how to count the months? Some people even make it look like, God, you, you, you have not done me well. Ah, God doesn't like that too. He's like, ah, your timing and my timing, your own is bad. Your clock is bad. This teacher happened to me by September. Where are you? But scripture says in his time, he makes what? All things beautiful. If anything didn't work, it's on our own side. So this attitude is not just for today or 1st of December. It's for the entire month. Att gratitude. Attitude of gratitude. Celebrating Jesus. Please put your hands together for the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Greatness is a function of wisdom. The wiser we are, the better we live. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church, 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m. at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org or call 0808-156-3080. Oh,